0: Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here and today we've got a really special guest. Um, one of, I, I got to meet you a couple months ago and it was yeah. phenomenal and we've yeah. got Shauna Moore who actually has a position at a company, one of the only companies that is doing it in my opinion right. So nice. th- that's a good, that's <laughs> a good thing. And right. um, we've got Shauna Moore here. Shauna, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Daniel, for having me. Yes, it was a pleasure to meet you in person not too long yeah. ago and phenomenal conversation. And I'm so happy that you invited me to be here today.
0: Yeah, well, the reason is because you're kicking some butt with some virtual assistants. <laughs> and and that's what we're going to talk about today. So I'm, I'm super excited. We're going to get to know Shauna, but here's the, you know, let's start off with just, who you are what's your origin story how'd you get into the business like just a little bit of who shauna is if that's who cool.
1: i am well yeah. uh first and foremost i'm a nashville native which Woo-hoo. um for those that aren't aware of what's going on in nashville right now there's yep. almost a hundred people moving here a day so nice. yeah i'm considered a unicorn and nashville is home for me right. and um and and so yes little little fun fact Awesome. Um, but I started actually, uh, I think at a younger age, finding myself in positions where I had an opportunity to, um, hire talent and lead and, and manage people. Um, yep. it started with interns and now it's, you know, all the way up to, to basically attracting and hiring talent. Um, you know, people who want to be entrepreneurs of their own businesses, um, yep. all the way to the virtual professional.
0: There you go. And yeah. and your role right now, so everybody knows it's listening, like what is your day? What do you do and what's your kind of role at your current company?
1: Well, I like to consider my, my 20%, like the things that I focus on the most yep. are um, recruiting, you know, attracting and hiring talent, yes. uh, coaching and consulting, our, yep. um, are, our are, uh, top producers And then also uh, training. So I I do teach a lot different topics uh, within our office and and then also do a lot of consulting with others in the industry.
0: All right. So we're going to have to break down your 20% and we're going to give everybody a guide because you're actually using a virtual assistant to help you attract talent. So let's start with that. How, you know, let's talk about your process and what you do and how you use a virtual assistant to do that.
1: Yeah. So um in this in in the the piece of it when it comes to attracting and hiring talent, yep. there are a lot of things that can be done behind the scenes
0: mm-hmm. that I
1: found were perfect for a virtual professional. Okay. And I was very fortunate through my Outdesk to to find a gentleman who had a background in kind of that ISA role, inside sales associate. Right. Okay. And uh, so what that person who has a track record of success in, in those types of responsibilities, um, yep. they focus on basically inputting the leads and referrals into the database, setting them up on the appropriate follow-up plan. Um, okay. Okay. You know and finding out who's ready to to meet in person you know who's far enough along in the process they'll, they'll schedule appointments they'll confirm appointments um, they help with sending out broadcast messages i mean mm-hmm. the list goes on and on um i do a lot of event marketing and so okay. um the the virtual professional helps get me teed up for success for those events you know tracking um, who's attended getting my sign-in sheets together. I mean, mm. the list goes on and on. And what I found is I can, I start small yep. and then I can kind of build on that list once those foundational um, tasks are, are being done at a high level.
0: So, okay. So the for the audience who is currently says, Okay. We're going to break it down real quick. If you're in business right now, you're hunting two things. You're hunting business, right? Mm -hmm. New transactions or, or revenue, and you're also hunting talent. So those are the two things, right? And and it really is. yeah. Yeah. So when you're thinking about hunting talent, I mean, are your virtual assistants, are they having conversations and dialogue with potential talent? And if so, what does that typically look like?
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes down to, um, for me, you know, I, I wanted to make sure there wasn't going to be any language barriers or, yep. or anything of that nature. And so that sure. was one thing that I look for, of course, when you're hiring for certain roles. And yep. um, that could lead into a situation where you're allowing them to talk to the potential candidate. Yep. So, um, with the virtual professional that I'm using now, Mm -hmm. uh, there, there are not language barriers there. So we basically, I just gave him the scripts that I'm using, you know, and, and why not? So, so he's using those same scripts to be able to, um, to call people, not necessarily, he's not doing any of the cold calling right now. Um, but you know definitely talking to those warm leads the people who've either raised their hand or they referred to us by someone else and right. being able to uncover okay is this a person that either i or someone else on our talent task force uh should be meeting with or does this just require a phone call at this point based on where this lead is in the process um or based on the conversation, is this really someone we want to move through the process?
0: So you mentioned that they were using the same scripts that you are. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure um, everybody who's listening has an idea about what that looks like. So okay. you've been doing it a long time and mm-hmm. you obviously had to train your virtual professional up, right? Like there had to be a, and you mentioned that there was no language barrier. So I wanted you to dive deep in all those things, like no language barrier plus you had to get them up to speed. So what does that look like? In okay, the,
1: yeah. In the world? Well, and here's I think a um, something that maybe others aren't taking into consideration when they're hiring a virtual professional. Yeah. And basically that is you've got to treat them just like you would a part-time or full-time employee that's sitting right. next to you in your office.
0: Right, how do you do that though? I mean, well,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it starts with, with time blocking, you know? And okay. what, I, what I did is um, in that first week, definitely the first week, and it depends mm-hmm. on obviously how much you're having that person do, but so I time blocked the first week that my virtual professional was gonna be on the job to mm-hmm. make sure that I had time to train them. And so we use the technology like we're using right now. Right. You know, video conferencing and sharing of screens and just made sure that I'm taking the time to set this person up for success. Right. Um, and basically, it starts with, I'm doing it, right? Yep. And, and they're watching, they're shadowing, they're getting a chance to ask the questions. Um, then there's, and move into the we are doing it phase. Sure. We're doing it together, I'm you know inspecting what I'm expecting. Yep. making sure that there's no questions or hiccups along the way. And mm-hmm. then eventually we take those training wheels completely off and they are doing it.
0: Right. And so, what's that, what's that like when, I mean, cause there's a, a let go of like control, right? You mm-hmm. like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to let them do this now. And <laughs> right. this is part of my requirement or my responsibility. So what happened for you your first time having a virtual assistant take, you know, when you let the training wheels off,
1: well, I'll, I'll say I did have a miss. So the, yeah. the first time I hired for this particular uh, role in which yep. we're talking about, um, I, I wasn't quite sure what the job description needed to in, in, include yep. and I made it pretty broad mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, let's throw it out there and see what sticks.
0: You did the, um, you did the kitchen soup method where you like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
1: throw it everything. Let's throw it up against the wall and see what right. sticks. So, right. um, so, you know, I, through that process and, and what I've learned over time is, you know, s- slow to hire, quick to fire, Sure. you know, take your time, make sure you feel really good about the candidate. Um, mm-hmm. and then, but if you, if, the same mistakes are occurring over and over. Um, you know, if other issues are popping up, right. let's not be afraid to, to cut ties. It's just not the right person for the right role, you right. know? So my first time I did, I, I kind of missed, but so I knew what to, to really look for the second time around. And I was able to get a lot more specific on the job description. Cool. Um, so clarity is key. And then when it came to, yes, that process of letting go, because that is so hard for most people, um, it, it came down to, again, inspecting what you expect. So think of it like, you know, high accountability at first. Yep. Um, and as they start proving themselves with those key tasks, um, then you, you start letting, you know, letting the the reins, you know, loosen up a little bit. Yep. And then start moving into a, a lower level of accountability to where now I, I check in with my virtual po- uh, professional. Um, every Monday, we have a nice. video conference call and we talk about you know, what's the priority for this week. We look at our schedules. You know, they know when I'm gonna be in or out of the office. Yep. Um, and we kind of map out what our game plan is. For the week. And Yeah, for the week.
0: Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know, I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple. It's my outdesk Virtual assistants. My OutDesk offers five star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over a hundred million dollars in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD, Mod to 31996 and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist and hiring guides. That's interesting. And yeah. and in those meetings, you're likely saying we're on track or off track, or what do we need to, you know, what barriers are you having? Or what does that meeting look like?
1: So we do talk about goals. I'm a very goal-oriented person and, no. and we oh
0: no well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought,
1: right? right. <laughs> so uh, very, very goal driven. So we talk about okay, where are we on track to hit our goals? Or, you know, whether it's this week, this month, the year, how are we pacing? And then what are the opportunities, you know, what can we do to, to stay on track to hit those goals? What are we not thinking of? What have we not yet, you know, completed or tried? Um, right. So that's part of the conversation. Uh, another piece of the conversation is, uh, again, talking about scheduling, um, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm out of the office quite a bit, or I'm, I'm training and consulting with people. And, uh, and and so just kind of looking at, at the schedule and it, and it's not always like, Hey, what can you do to support me? It's also, what can I do to support you? You know, how can I tee you up so that you have the tools and resources and everything that you need to be successful in your role?
0: I love it. If you're uh, listening right now, we're talking with Shauna. She's recruiting with a virtual assistant. We're going to have a lot of opportunities for you guys to ask questions. Mike, thanks for the first question. I really appreciate you. We're going to go through um, a little exercise with Shauna where we talk a little bit more about what you can and can't outsource to or delegate to a virtual professional. Um, What's really important though, Shauna, is sharing with the entire group, which I really appreciate you for doing. your your weekly kind of goal sheet so we'll talk about that and at the end she'll give it away for free for you guys as well as a job description for this particular person a talent acquisition person who happens to be a virtual professional so i really appreciate you for doing that um and so if you're listening and you want to give more questions now's the time i'm going to ask them um you know as we go through shauna so watch out here they come Uh, oh goodness (laughs) Mike, Mike asks, "How do you schedule and track tasks? Meaning, what software do you use in order to make sure um, you know you and your virtual assistant are on point with all the tasks that they need to get done for you?"
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple different programs that that I'm currently using. The CRM that I'm using is called Recruiting Bridge, and yeah. yep. So that's been a fantastic tool for us. And that's what we use, you know, like you would think of a normal CRM, right? Sure. Um, so, so that's what that virtual professional is doing to basically do their, their piece of the work.
0: And you can um, track phone calls and emails sent and like, you know, follow-up <laughs> tasks and all that. Is that right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Phone calls, texts, emails. Um, all the notes. Um, see what programs, you know, were they put on the right follow-up program, et cetera. Right. Um, so, so that program has a great dashboard. So we see what's on tap for the day, what follow-ups need to be done, and mm-hmm. basically the goal for that virtual professional every day is to get to get through all the follow-ups that were on point for that day. Yeah. Um, and so that's one piece of software. Uh, we also use Slack. So um, Slack is a great internal communication tool, um, that you can use with your team or, or just you and that one person. So we have, um, uh, we use Slack for some internal communication where it gets it out of email and and into some different channels. Um, so it's not cluttering up the inbox.
0: And- does the whole office, cause you, you have a pretty large team that you work with, including, you know, some virtual professionals, does the whole office on Slack?
1: Uh, not currently. There there are a few key members who are on Slack. And it's definitely the program. Um, now, I will say prior to the role that I'm in now, uh, when I was also managing a, a another large team, yep. that office did use Slack. So that's when I was first introduced to it.
0: Um, so it was, you just like it and you use it?
1: I like it. I use it. I think it's a great internal communication um, tool. Yep. And, and we found ways to utilize it um, for certain message points.
0: I got it. And, and in there, like you might be texting with your virtual professional and you might use, like we're right now on a zoom call. So Uh you might use that to do face to face conversation, right?
1: Well, what I use is Google Hangouts um, because we are also chatting throughout the day through Mm -hmm. Google Hangouts and, and that's more for, you know, quick messages, maybe things that are more urgent, things that, you know, either my virtual professional or I need to be aware of in the moment and versus um, Slack is something that we can check, you know, morning midday and at the end of the day for just some of the things that we know we need to keep up with throughout the week
0: so it's like slack is your informational channel where you might drop something that's not urgent google hangouts or google chat is like i need you now or this is this you know we got a hot one who who wants to talk to somebody like that's the spot that that's
1: exactly it's like hey so and so basically just responded to our text, let us know that they're ready to join. And so I know, okay, great. I need to pick up the phone and call this person.
0: Yep, okay, uh, we have and, another.
1: And then going into that, the, uh, the video conferencing function of Google Hangouts is yep. what we use for the, those conference calls that we do each Monday. Right. Um, and you can share screen and it's a great tool.
0: And you can be face-to-face, which is a huge upgrade. I mean, um, I think it's something like more than half of communication is misunderstood. And when you think about written communication, it's 17%. Verbal, it's 37 But yeah. it's like 57% is understood, when, right. even when you're face-to-face, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: It's crazy. Um, okay, we got another. Michael... Everhart asked a question. What about hiring a virtual assistant to cold call and probate niche? This would require a lot of training. Um, how do you make it so a VA would, would understand? Yeah, probate's a great, um, and this is a, Shauna, this is one that I'll answer if you, <laughs> okay. we, we yeah. might talk about it uh, together, but probate's a great lead source. And I would simply, um, I would say we've done a video actually on how virtual assistants can do probate, but it's similar to Shauna's world. Um, you need a CRM. You know, um, The one that we did, we had a guy named Chad on who's with all the leads and they have a probate system where you can actually purchase probates, um, leads, and it's a CRM and a phone dialer. So a mm-hmm. ton of our virtual assistants are doing that. But I think, um, and just to answer your question, Michael, the, the reality is any position can be filled by a virtual assistant. It's all about the system and process that you put in place and that's what we're learning from Shauna today is that as long as you have a training you know process in place and and Mm -hmm. there's a CRM that you can track activity and then you have a communication regiment like she does where you're meeting every every week and you're doing a bunch of stuff then I think anything is um anything is possible is that is that clear do you think that's fair, Shauna?
1: Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I definitely think that's fair. Um, anything that doesn't require someone to physically, you know, be present to do, I, I think 100% could be done by a virtual professional, right. but you, you do have to have those systems, the processes, the communication channels in place, and, and you do need to treat them just like, you know, like I said, someone who would be present. Right. Uh, taking the time to train them and, and coach with them is
0: important. You know, there's another point here. And I asked you this question at the beginning because you had done recruiting for this role prior to deciding to hire a virtual professional. Right. And, and I think this is a big upgrade for Michael or anybody else that's listening. Um, we have clients all the time who are like, I want to try this out. And, you know, the try this out mentality just typically fails. I mean, right. I'll just be honest with you. So in my world, you know, we typically try to stay focused on the things that you're already doing at a high level. If you're generating mm-hmm. leads in a particular space and you already know what your close ratios are, how many inbound to outbound leads, like, right. so you'd, you'd want to have a system pro or a, or a process set up that you're already currently doing before you hire a virtual assistant to do that. Is that, is that also how you feel, Shauna?
1: I think that is a fair statement yeah I didn't earn the right to be able to add a virtual professional to my world until I was already consistently meeting my goals and had had the process in place Um, and you know yes however by having the virtual professional it's allowed me the mind space and the time to think of other creative ways and I lean on that virtual professional and collaborate with them to help me think outside the box and then implement the new things that we're talking
0: Uh, about yeah 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 Yeah. what um okay so we've now we've covered a lot of ground here um i think it's important for the audience to hear about results and you know like true live real actionable results what um what could you share with us about the system that you've set up and the results that that system has created?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you don't know, well, you have to identify your goals, right? Yeah. And, um, and then you have to track them consistently, mm-hmm. sure. right? So um, those two things are, I think, the, the, the key components there.
0: Sure. Um,
1: and so when it comes to the virtual professional, I understand if, if, if I'm not reaching my goals, then is it, is it because of something I, I'm doing or is it a lack of something that they're not doing or both? Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of going back and reevaluating, you know, how are we both spending our time? Are we focused on the things that are actually going to move the needle forward if if we're both doing that and and we're still not getting the results that we want then then maybe it's a it's either a mismatch in the role um we either need to add some additional training you know to the mix um and if that still fails then then obviously maybe we just don't have the right person.
0: What I love about what you're saying and I don't know if every there's a nuance in what Shauna's doing right here is she's saying if we're not hitting our goals then we need to reevaluate am I supporting my virtual professional correctly mm-hmm. what, what are they doing every single day let's make sure that what we're doing on a daily basis Is aligned with what our goal is meaning are we spending our time on the most important things why is that the first question that you always ask
1: i think i mean it's so easy to get distracted
0: Uh you know we all
1: want to we all gravitate towards what's easy and what comes natural to us right and uh there's there's some, some different principles that we talk about within the organization that I'm affiliated with. And one of the key principles to success is this concept of E to P, being entrepreneurial versus purposeful. Right. And doing what comes nat- naturally and entrepreneurial is the fun thing, but we're, we're gonna keep hitting a ceiling every time we, we do that if we're not being purposeful. Right. So it, it comes in really thinking about are we, are we operating in our 20% um, and if, you know, are we being purposeful, can we break through that ceiling, so.
0: I love it. What are, um, what are some of the things that you use your virtual assistant for besides the recruiting piece? Like it, when you're out there in the world, what's something that you rely on them heavily as a uh, talent recruiting person?
1: Well, we have a very multifaceted office. Yep. um, And we actually have three virtual professionals as a part of our team. Yeah, exactly. And um, and, and it really did, I think, take us thinking outside of the box, you know? So we have, like we've already talked about, this virtual professional helping out on talent acquisition. Yep. We have a virtual professional that's helping us with more of the Contracts compliance, you know, going behind the scenes and reviewing everything that's been submitted by our associates, um, making sure the the eyes are dotted and the t's are crossed.
0: It's a compliant, um, It's a compliance slash, APAR role. Is that right? Is that what you would call it?
1: Right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then uh, a third professional is helping with the kind of day to day administrative task that you know. Don't require someone to be here physically. Um, Like, you know, of course, data entry, um, you know, content creation, organization, you know, all the things.
0: And those three folks, I'm just kind of curious if, if there was a crazy event tomorrow that yanked all those three people away, what that, what would that do to your internal staff? Like, how would that change your day or your week or your month or even your year? Like if they just disappeared. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Daniel, I don't even want to think about that.
0: <laughs> um, and are they indispensable in your guys' world? I mean, is, is it like at a point where like you guys can't imagine operating without this team now?
1: You know, I, I can only speak for myself, but but yes. I mean, I I feel like oh my gosh, you know, whatever my next move is, like, I want to take my virtual professional with me, you know, because yeah. I'll tell you, Daniel, it really has given me the leverage that I need um, to to grow and expand. Yep. And some examples of that, um, in August, in September, October, and now in November, there were at least um, – four day, four to five days in which I am out of the office Right. and uh, whether it was for training events or, or vacation. And I really have built up enough trust with my virtual professional Yep. that that person, I've given them access to my email. They get into my email. They are looking for, you know, what can they take off of my plate so that we keep things rolling, you know, behind the scenes, and it's as if I was never out. Right. And um, so at this point, you know, to me, it's, I can't imagine them not being in our world.
0: What, uh, how about for the um, prospective talent folks that you're hunting? I mean, do you typically tell them, this is my virtual professional, they're in the Philippines, um, they're not in our office, or do they even know?
1: Most of them don't, do not know. Um, now, the only time that that my virtual professional will reach out is when they're confirming appointments. Right. And, um, or when I'm on vacation and completely unplugged. Right. And they're keeping everything rolling from me, you know, their, um, their email account, you know, says that, hey, they're the, you know, talent acquisition coordinator, right? Right,
0: and, right. And
1: it's just like they're a member of the team.
0: Yeah, and people just don't have an idea or a clue. Right. Well, it's, it's kind of an interesting concept, right? Uh, and the reason I ask is because this happened to me. I was, I was closing a real estate transaction and my TC, who happened to be, you know, in the Philippines, got a thank you card in my office. And now this is back in like the 2009 or something like that. You know, the agent on the other side who was representing the buyer had no idea that she wasn't in my office because she had a local phone number. Uh, she had a company email and right. she'd just call him or text him when there was a problem or something happening. So it's, it's pretty wild how people have no clue right? You know, that it's a blended model.
1: It, yeah. It, it's um, and you know, and, and I wouldn't, I would be okay. Um, you know, if they, if they did know, like it wouldn't necessarily bother me. I think that um, maybe a long time ago there was maybe some stigma about, you know, Yep. some overseas virtual professional but when you have someone who's talent and um, they they're they completely are, are speaking the same language in terms of not I don't mean language literally I'm talking about they're they're mimicking the same message right Right.
0: The value proposition is the same. The objection handling is the same. Like they understand your system and process, and so they can convey the value of it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What is what's interesting is I, I wonder. And, and guys, this is the time to start asking questions. We're going to be wrapping up Sha- with with Shauna soon, and uh, we're going to dive into the to the what you're giving away in terms of the job description and the mm-hmm. cash call. We'll talk about that real quick towards okay. the end of this, but. I wonder, um, from a perspective of like what, like what's the highest and best use you think for a virtual assistant in this talent recruitment space? Like, if if you could have twenty people doing this job for you and money was no issue, what exactly would you have people kind of use a virtual professional for?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, you know, the, the things that we talked about earlier, 100%, it's um, right now my virtual professional is basically um, in, inbound sales associate, you know, yeah. so um, inbound leads come in, virtual professional gets them entered into the CRM, mm-hmm. they are putting them on the right follow up program, they are making sure that we are moving them through the process. Yep. Um, you know, as needed. They're helping out with uh, tracking with certain key projects. You know, I'm, I'm again, I'm very much an ROI. Um, hey, yeah. is are, what we, are the things that we're doing actually moving the needle? So um, yep. I found that I can use a virtual professional to take all this data and put it in a format so that we can start tracking results and metrics. Right. Um so in addition to that, though, like if I could add more virtual professionals to my team,
0: yeah. I would
1: then start moving into outbound sales efforts, Right. you know, figuring out um, and, and pulling together lists um, and, you know, start dialing and, and reaching out to, to leads that we haven't yet been introduced to
0: yeah.
1: and, and actually start procuring new leads that we can get in relationship with.
0: What is the, um, so, okay, you've delegated that down. What has that freed you up to do in your career? Like, and what has that allowed you space to do that you have this like partner helping with the acquisition piece of your business?
1: And are you asking just with the one or if I had the, the no, two? No, just
0: the one, just the <laughs> one, yeah. Like, what have you been able to accomplish because you have somebody in this seat, in this role helping you really grow and expand the opportunities within the business. What does that look like?
1: Okay, so one of the biggest things that it's helped me accomplish is identify other talent in our office who have a desire to grow in their leadership skills in okay. this art of attracting and hiring talent. And so by knowing that my virtual professional is keeping up with the day-to-day follow-ups, and yep. and I'm handling the sensitive, you know, urgent pieces to it, I can then go out and identify these other associates that want to get, that want to learn how to do what I'm doing, you know, and so now I've trained three to four other associates in our office on how to hold the recruiting appointments. Gotcha. And so basically building a more leveraged team in general. Yep. And so that was the first thing it allowed me to do. Uh,
0: so it's deep in your bench of people who have, can have similar style of conversations. Mm-hmm. So now you don't feel like you're the only one in the office.
1: Exactly. So when I do, uh, and so what that does mm-hmm. is it will allow me to, um, keep moving forward with my growth and development. You know, so being able to take time off and completely unplug, because not only do I have the follow up in the, the inside sales piece of it rolling, I now have the uh, team in the office who can keep holding appointments, even in my
0: absence. Right. And so so, you've, you've created legacy in your own position so that you're not tied to one kind of job role or job function.
1: Exactly. And, and so that, that allows me to do those other two things that I mentioned that I talked about Where my 20%, um, which is the coaching, consulting, and training. Um, And of course, take time off.
0: And you actually enjoy the coaching and the training and the consulting. It's like you're, you've got a lot of passion for that.
1: I do. I, I, it's um, I love to, to see others, um, uncover their limiting beliefs and really achieve things that they never thought were possible. And I found that through coaching and and consulting and training, um, if I can share a little bit of of how I have um, failed forward and what I found to help me and -hmm. that helps them great or just help them self-discover things um, along the way. So, yeah.
0: There you go. Okay, let's talk about your free giveaways. And let's put the link. Let's Alvin, let's drop the link. Alvin's here with us. Um, And let's talk around the job description and the coaching document. Um, Exactly why are you giving those away? And why is it such value for the for the folks that are attending today?
1: Yeah. So like I mentioned with the job description, the first one I created, it it was all over the place. I mean, um, yep. I, I just, I mean, I was looking for leverage any way possible.
0: <laughs> just and, help me. I don't care right. where, just help me.
1: Right, yeah. exactly. And, but by doing that, the, you know, the, the the pool of talent that I was exposed to weren't the right match. Right. So I just felt like by sharing a job description that truly helped me find the right person yep. um, with the right skill set to, to do what it is that I've shared with you guys today. Yep. For me, that would have been valuable if I had had that at the beginning.
0: So there you go. Uh, if you're looking for a talent recruitment virtual professional, Shauna is sharing the d- job description right now, which is great. Let's talk about the, what's the cash talk? What does that look like? That, how, do you, how do you actually coach somebody through that?
1: Yeah. So the CASHES is, is an acronym. And mm-hmm. what that stands for is knowledge, attitude, skills, and habits. Got it. Okay. And so there's a series of questions that are, you'll see in that particular form, which are helping you as a leader assess how they're doing in those four key areas. Beautiful. And what I found in using this with virtual professionals in the past Is again, it was kind of one of those um, ways to measure, right? Are we on Are we on track? And uh, without actually it being tied to maybe specific numbers, if you will. Sure. Um, Because I do find that as a virtual professional, um, someone you know from another country. there's, there's cultural differences. There could be language barriers. But at yep. the end of the day, like the answers you get from those questions are going to give you a true snapshot into what's going on.
0: That's beautiful. So it's a way for you to have a performance conversation that isn't only did you hit the number? Did you hit the number? Did you hit the number? We're mm-hmm. talking about all these aspects that really contribute to hitting the number.
1: Exactly. What's going on behind the scenes? Because you might uncover something in that conversation where it's like, oh, my gosh, the light bulb goes off and you're like, no wonder we aren't, you know, hitting the numbers or, right. or you know, something hasn't happened yet. Because I think sometimes we just have to remember, like, we're all human. And in right. um, the virtual professional, they, they want to be poured into just like the rest of us. Yep. And so the conversation, and, and that's what I would consider it, right? It's, it's just a conversation. Um, but those are the answers that you can use to basically facilitate the conversation.
0: Well, there you go. Uh, I hope that's a lot of value for you guys. I really appreciate your time today, Shauna. What's, um, what's the advice that you'd like to leave the group with? And as we close out, um, we've got the links in the thing for the sample job description and also the cash questions. Um, talk which is a coaching platform tool Mm -hmm. it's a really cool thing so thanks for giving that away and what would you want to leave our audience with as we walk away
1: well one of the questions that you and I talked about um, in in our conversation is you know what do you look for when you're recruiting yeah and I think whether it's a virtual professional or again a full-time employee some of the things that um, are key for me is, you know, alignment with culture, you yes. know? Uh, I feel like if there's not an alignment there that it may not be a, a long-term fit. Sure. Um, so alignment with culture, I think you're also looking for a track record of success. Yeah. And to me, success also includes failure, you know? And are they willing to talk about that and talk to you about what they learned through that process? Sure. Um, and are, do they really show signs of grit? you know, passion and pres- perseverance. Um, do they have experience in the 20%, right. you know? So that's right. why I told you like that job description. Okay. That's the 20%. For someone that you want to, to get started in your world. Sure. Um, if, if you're doing what I'm doing, um, another key component when you're looking at talent versus non-talent is do they have a language of accountability? Mm. Or is their language more from a victim mindset?
0: Mm. You know, one of my favorite, um, somebody asked me the other day, how do you know when somebody, because in in a job interview, you know, I love salespeople, right? Uh Um, Salespeople are the best at selling a product that they know intimately. Well, guess what? They know themselves really well. So, you know. I, I I often laugh with colleagues, and like the best time a salesperson presents is when they 're presenting about themselves right <laughs> right so one of my favorite questions you might ask is what are some of the what 's some of the self talk that mm-hmm. you know like you tell yourself when things are dark and that 's another way of finding out are they in victim mentality or are they an achiever or somebody who really strives right. for continuous improvement and so that's, a, that's one of my favorite, like what's some of the self-talk you have, you know, and uh, that'll open up the conversation.
1: Very, yeah, very much so. And then that last thing that you said was also, I think, to kind of round out some of the key things that you're looking for is, you know, do they show signs of being learning-based, yeah. you know? Do they already know it all or are they willing to, to oh. learn and take on new challenges and have they shown a pattern of that throughout their, you know, professional history?
0: So when you're recruiting, um, folks, you're, you're recruiting real estate people or people who want to own their own business and mm-hmm. learning is a piece that really matters for your organization. So how do you, how do you uncover that conversation in your, in your recruiting space?
1: Right. Well, I think, you know, when you're, there are signs of people again, who in the language that they're using, mm. um, are they someone who they already know it all? Right. Or do, are they talking about, um, I'd like to ask like, okay, what books are you currently reading? Right. You know? Hey, what's your favorite podcast? Sure. Um, you know, and just kind of maybe asking questions that are related to help me uncover that answer.
0: That's, that's, that's gold. All right. Shauna Moore. Um, I really appreciate your time. You're recruiting talent with a virtual professional. You've you've Mm -hmm. given your heart and soul today. And we so (laughs) appreciate that. Um, Guys, we've got a true professional here sharing her secret sauce. I really um, just, again, thanks for being here today with us. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. This was awesome. And maybe we can do it again sometime.
0: I love that idea. And guys, if you're listening, jump on uh, before we leave. We're gonna give away a copy of our free book. So, Shauna, we wrote a book, which is super cool. Um, and all you have to do is text the letter SVP. So, Scale with Virtual Professionals. So, S is in Sam, V is in Victor, P is in Paul. To thirty one ninety nine six, and you'll get a copy of the free book. Um, you know we're gonna start selling it soon. So this is a pre-release copy. So you get an electronic version. You can get it on Kindle or PDF, or um, I think there's another version. Kindle PDF. Oh, an ebook. Ooh, ooh. ooh. Yeah. So you yeah. can look at it on your phone. Um, awesome. But guys, definitely get a copy of the book. Shauna, everything you've talked about here, I can tell you're a master at what you do. I really appreciate you sharing today, and thanks again for being here.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.